head coach of the Utah State men's basketball team. He's a very busy man. Appreciate him uh, joining us today. Uh, the basketball team, it's uh, head coach Ryan Odom joining us here on the full, full court press. Coach, how are you? Good afternoon. Doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing We're good, good, coach. We're good. Uh, Thanks for your time today. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, coach, uh, talk to you. us about camp so far. What are you seeing out of your boys, and uh, uh, what do you like, and uh, what do you think you guys need to improve upon? Yeah, the guys are working really hard right now. It's obviously it's, it's a lot of fun to be out there with them, you know, on a daily basis. Today, ironically, is our day off, uh, but we'll we'll get back after it tomorrow and kind of go through the weekend. And and uh, we're actually bringing officials in uh, on Friday to to scrimmage a little bit. I haven't even told the guys that yet, but um, that's the that is the the plan at this point. So. Uh, but really impressed with their attitude, with their uh, – they really share the ball. We have a group that, you know, is a willing passing team, you know, which, you know, makes my job, uh, our job a lot easier as coaches, you know, when, you know, you have an unselfish group, you know, to start out with. And, uh, you know, we're just putting the pieces together. We're working, you know, and, and beginning to put our stuff in on offense and defense and uh, really working – working to try to try to improve on a daily basis. Coach, you've been able to see these guys kind of in some individual type of workout <clears throat> situations um, in the off season, but now everybody's on campus. Everybody's together. The guys that uh, you were familiar with, uh, that uh, came with you to Logan, but uh, some of the guys that have been here for a while, but also some other uh, new guys who uh, you recruited or others that recruited or are here in the mix. How is that coming together, just trying to get everybody to get to know each other and what, what the expectation is uh, under you as the Utah State men's basketball coach? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the benefits of, of the new rules in, in college athletics, college basketball specifically, is we actually are able to work with the guys as a, as a group in the summers. And it didn't used to be like that. And it's a rule that, as coaches, we all love. Um, and, you know, we, we don't use a ton of a ton of hours you know in terms of putting plays in and stuff you kind of just put general you know uh general things in on offense and defense and we worked we worked a lot on our our break this summer I mean, that's primarily what we did just getting the guys used to how fast we want to play on makes and misses and uh and then we've begun you know as we've gotten into practice here with the guys now we've begun to kind of put in more half-court things and then certainly working a ton on our defense trying to get that ready for the season uh, for a tough Mountain West conference. Um, but uh, really impressed with what I've seen so far. I mean, obviously, when you start with our team, guys that are returning, Bean and Brock, you know, they're both great in their own ways. Uh, they're both wonderful leaders. They're great kids. Um, you know, they're obviously experienced, you know, within our – organization they've won uh championships you know here and uh i think they're they're excited about what's happening you know with with our team right now and the new faces that added, you know to to the roster um you know steven obviously played you know a, a solid amount last year and got some valuable experience and uh you know has, has really stepped up and played well He's been. He's got Moxie. He's he's a fun fun guy to be around and and uh, an excellent leader as well. Um, and then you know when you talk about the new guys that are that are coming in, I mean certainly Ryland, you know, is is uh, a guy that you know has played at a high level 
you know, of college basketball, the highest level of college basketball in the Pac-12, and, you know, we'll be ready to contribute right away. RJ and Brandon, you know, coming from UMBC, they, they're experienced as well and, and played a lot of hoops in their day and, and obviously understand our staff and kind of how we play. So that, that part's been beneficial. Uh, you know, they can quickly, you know, help other guys when, you know, uh, terminology uh, is crossing. <laughs> they can quickly, you know, tell a guy on the side what I'm talking about, which is a cool thing, um, you know, to experience. It's like having a, a senior on your team, um, you know, that's just been through it. And then there's some new guys as well. I mean, Norbert, you know, is a good, um, you know, and, and uh, has good size, uh I think I think Aggie fans are going to love uh, Z. Z's quite a player, uh, really athletic guy, and and and, uh, and and we're excited about his his progression so far and, and entrance into the team. Max and Sean, uh, those two guys are really good players. Um, I think what you're you're sensing probably right now as I'm talking is that we've got a pretty good, pretty deep team. You know, we got a lot of guys. I've even talked about the two front court guys and Trevin and Shimon, who, you know, continue to impress. Um, and uh, so I do think, you know, part of our, you know, dynamic that's going to be really important. It can be a strength for us, or we could allow it to be a weakness. And it's just our depth. You know, we have a lot of guys that, that you know, could get in the game for us. And um, and I think this time right now, as we're heading into scrimmages and exhibitions and up to the beginning of the season is the time to begin to figure out kind of who's in the mix and and uh, and, and kind of how the, the, the roles are going to be distributed. Coach, I have a two-part question for you. First part of the question, how's the health of your team? Yeah, the health of the team is pretty good. You know, Trevin's been out for a little bit. He's the one guy that's, that's kind of been hit with the bug. Obviously, Wick. Wick as well. He's... Uh, you know, Wickheiser, um, you know, he, he got hurt literally in the, one of the first workouts, you know, over the summer. And so he's working his way back. He's not in full full team activities yet, but he's made tremendous progress. Travis uh, got got hurt, you know, several weeks ago, and, but has, has really come back pretty strong and, and is, is close to, to getting back to working with the team. Uh, Trevin, you know, had a, had a foot injury, but the doctors are really confident about where he's at right now. He's, he's pretty much pain-free when he gets in the underwater treadmill, and, you know, we're hopeful that he's going to be be, uh, be back shortly after that, uh, our first scrimmage, um, and, and hopefully we'll be ready for that exhibition game. So, uh, but you know how it is. We want to be, be smart about as we return him to play and make sure that he's, he's fully ready for the whole season. And then I want to ask about uh, in regards of Nona Miyashketa, obviously. So there is a major, I don't, I don't want to say hole, but a major gap maybe to fill to that five spot. Yeah. What have you seen out of your big men? If Trevin can start, great. But have you seen anybody else? Do you have a starter named to that big man position? Yeah, no, not yet. I mean, I don't, I don't, we're, we're working through all of that right now, you know, as a staff and, and as a team, um, you know, we don't, we don't have a, a defined starting group, you know, as of yet, nor do we really need to, um, you know, at this point we, we are working, you know, who plays well together. We kind of split them up every day and, and they're on random teams pretty much every day. And, I think what you're finding is uh, it's not a normal situation. Like you, you can't just look at it and say, "Hey, this team's going to 
beat this team pretty easily. Uh, we don't have that type of roster right now. We've got a roster that's very competitive, which I love, you know, because it, it, it forces us, you know, as a group to bring it every day. And I really like that. Uh, to answer your question, you know, anytime you lose a guy like Mimi or Sam Merrill, you know, to the NBA, I mean, that's a, that's a big loss. And it's a big loss for any program. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the, the key things for us is how do we, how do we, um, how do we try to fill that void? Well, we don't have to have Nimi, you know, exactly. And, and nor do I want, you know, someone to try to be Nimi. I want them all to be themselves. And, you know, I think Trevin, you know, established himself as, you know, a guy that was ready to kind of jump into to that spot. I think Shimon over the last three weeks has really, you know, progressed and, uh, and done really well. Um, you know, he's got major size and skill around the basket. He's athletic. Trevin's really athletic and, uh, you know, was, was fitting in nicely with our guards as they were, they were feeding him the ball near the rim. And then, you know, the other guy that can kind of fill that position for us is Brandon, you know, who's coming with us from, from UMBC. He's a different type of center, more skilled guy, you know, where he can, you know, uh, hurt teams from the outside. So I think we've got two kind of dynamics there going that I'm really excited about that are going to be beneficial. Coach, uh, it, it seemed like it took a while for the non-conference schedule to finally come out. Uh, what was that like for yeah, you and your staff putting that together? And uh, was there any method to the teams that ultimately made it on your, your schedule? Yeah, I mean, I think what happened there was patience won out. Um, you know, rather than just kind of taking a game that might have not made sense for us just, just to get the schedule finished, uh, we were patient with it. And it's, it's honestly, it's the hardest time I've had, you know, since I've been a head coach. <laughs> and I used to do the scheduling as an assistant at Virginia Tech when I was, when I was there as well. And, um, you know, we all want it done, and uh, we apologize to Aggie fans for not having it done quicker, for sure. Um, but at the same time, I think the patience won out there. We're able to get, you know, a quality opponent in, in St. Mary's to come into the spectrum and, you know, fulfill their obligation to, to finish up that series. And actually, we're in talks with them, you know, about continuing it past this year and, and re-upping, where we would go back to St. Mary's the next year, and then they'd come back the following. So... It's a good matchup for us. Um, we wanted to try to get, you know, a marquee game, you know, coming to the spectrum given the circumstances because, you know, we're, we're obviously on the road at BYU. We're on the road at, at Weber this year and not actually the way we would want to have it. Um, you know, we'd rather split those up, but, um, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. And, uh, you know, we're excited where we land, about where we landed, um, the Annapolis trip be really challenging uh you know playing a really good richmond team who a lot of folks are saying could be in the top 25 if they and you know if they play well early in the season and then uh going down to myrtle beach and that espn tournament we're going to test ourselves against some quality competition um so we're we're we feel good about the non-conference schedule or where it landed and uh, we know that it's going to be a good challenge for us and, and a good prep prep you know, for for the Mountain West, Coach, how's your adjustment to Logan going so far? 
Yeah, it's going really well. I mean, we love it. My family loves it. Um, you know, it's a great place to live, as you know. There's a lot to do. And, and uh, you know, the coolest thing for us, we've been obviously to, you know, several of the games, been in the volleyball games, soccer games, and, and now obviously football, you know, over the last month. And, uh, you know, just seeing the, the atmosphere that's been created in Maverick right now um, by Coach Anderson and his staff is, is – is really exciting. Um, the herd has been tremendous. Our, our Aggie faithful have been tremendous, and uh, I know I know everyone's excited to get back into the spectrum as well. And uh, and and certainly our team is. And uh, I actually went back and forth on an email to, today with you know the herd president, uh, and uh, we're meeting with them next week to kind of get our plans for. For the season, which is really refreshing. Again, I've coached a lot of different places, but it's not like that everywhere. And so, what's 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 been created here and the tradition that's here, where it's it's not only the the, the coaches and the team, you know, uh, working for championships. It's you know the the fans understand that they're a vital part of our success and um, creating that home atmosphere where it's tough for the opponent you know, is a huge thing. And coming off a of COVID year, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident that it's going to be a fun, a fun season inside, inside of the spectrum. Uh, again, we're talking to Coach Ryan Odom, the uh, head men's basketball coach for Utah State University. Coach, uh, as you talk about this, are there, are there things that as a coach or a coaching staff or even discussions with the players, uh, when you're meeting with the herd or, or other facilities people at the spectrum, that things that you would like to implement that, that uh, we haven't seen before that you bring with you, or are you just like trying to get caught up to speed with what ha- what does take place here, so you are aware of it? How does how does that work? What's it, what are those conversations like? Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is my first conversation, you know, uh, of this kind, you know, with a group like this. So, I mean, I think it's you know, kudos to the herd for you know reaching out and um, and, and and trying to you know collaborate. Um, you know, I immediately sent out a message to our uh, our staff. You know, because we've got guys, we have folks on our staff that have been a lot of different places, and um, you know, I think I think uh, and, have, and have been at places that care about basketball, um, and so anything that we can bring, you know, I don't know specifically what that would be, but ideas, you know, to 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 add to what already is is a tremendous. Uh, organization, we want to try to do that. So, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is is for the herd to keep doing what they're doing, show up and 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 cheer for their for their team um, in an organized fashion. I think that's one of the differences between us and and others. Is this group's very organized. Again, head coach of the Utah State men's basketball program. It's Ryan Odom joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, I know you probably can't say a whole lot on this, but your super secret scrimmage against another university. Can you tell us who and where that's going to take place or no? You know, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that or not. I better okay. not. Just we, case, we better so. not just in case. I don't want to <laughs> we, get in trouble with – We don't I'm want it sure. to be the Ajay Salveson cause you to get you in oh, trouble. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will yeah. ask you, Coach, just – I, I mean, your backcourt so – them. You know, you can't, you can't put out scores and stuff like that. Sure. But, you know, I, I guess just know that we're playing a really uh, – a quality opponent and uh, – you know, hopefully it's it's going to tell us a lot about ourselves. I mean, that's the purpose of these close scrimmages. And, uh, 
you don't go into it really worried about it. Do you win or do you lose? You try to make sure that everybody, you know, is, is getting an opportunity, you know, to play and, and kind of see how they react in a really tough environment, you know, against a quality opponent. And, uh, and then you've got a lot of films, you know, to work with. Both teams do, you know, after you come out of it, where, all right, well, here's where we're a little bit deficient. All right, here's where, you know, wow, we did pretty well in this. Um, better than we thought we were going to do. And you can kind of build, you know, from there. Um, one of the things that I've been really pleased with our guys about is, you know, they're, they're very receptive to coaching. And they're very quick, you know, when you do coach them on things, um, you know, to, to take accountability and then also try to put it into action um, and, and make changes pretty quickly, which is, which is really an awesome thing. So I'm really proud of the guys for that. Hey, Coach, i, I got to ask you about the backcourt. What are you looking for? Because you have Ashworth, you have Rowland Jones, uh, Shulga as well. You've already talked a little bit about him. What are you looking for when you try to put the, uh, together a starting lineup, especially in the backcourt, your guard and your shooting guard? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that, uh, as I look at our team right now, we have multiple starters at those teams, um, which is a positive thing. Our Our deepest you know, overall position, you know, and they're all different. Um, but is that the guard spot? You know, guys that can play point guard, multiple guys that can do that, multiple guys that can play shooting guard, multiple guys that can play the wing. Um, you know, when we talk to our team about, uh, I think we've got versatility. When we talk to our team about how we want to play offensively, is you know, we want guys that can dribble, pass, and shoot and know when to do all three. Because I think that's 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 really basketball if you think about it. If you know when to pass, if you know when to shoot, when to dribble, that's 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 three things offensively that that you're going to be doing while you're out there. And you need to know that individually, but they also need to know that as a team uh, when you put the five out there together. And so we have quite a few guys, all right, that are really good in that area and that can play and pick and roll. Is that's really how we play offense. You know, we play a ton of pick and roll. And, you know, we, Ryland certainly is, is elite at that. Uh, Steven, all right, is excellent at it. Uh, Max Shulga, you know, is, is about as talented as we have and, and really, really good at that with his physicality. He's also a very good defender. Um, and then RJ, you know, RJ Idle Rock is, is, I mean, he played point guard for me his freshman year. And, um, you know, he's a different type of point guard because he's got size there. Um, Sean Bearstow can play in pick and roll. Um, you know, there, there'll be times where you'll see, you know, guys on our team that, you know, you know Brandon Horvath rebounds the ball. He'll advance it. You know, he'll bring the ball up the court at 6'11. So it's a unique style. I mean, I think it's more of a pro style of, of offense, you know, that you're going to see with this this group. And uh, they're 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 they they put pressure on the defense pretty quickly, um, you know, which is a goal of ours. So, and the unselfishness, you know, we've got to maintain that throughout the season, um, you know, as we continue to develop our team. Coach, uh, just a few more weeks of, uh, uh, of practices. You've got some closed scrimmages that you can do. Um, for I mean, how difficult? I mean, you've kind of already alluded to this, but just how challenging is it to try to settle on what your starting five 
is going to look like. Are you going to want guys that are versatile, different positions, guys who are experts or, or uh, specialists at their position? I mean, how do you normally like to try to figure that out for your, who your starting unit is going to look like? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of – I'm like most coaches. I mean, who starts the game is very important, you know, certainly. Who finishes the game is equally important. You know, you get in these dogfights in conference play where, you know, the teams know one another so well and, and you know, you get in these possession-ending games, you know, who, who are you finishing with, you know, is, is as important as anything. And so everybody wants to start, uh, but the reality is, you know, everybody can't start. We only can put five out there. And so we're going to have ball handlers without a doubt um, and, and probably multiple on the court. You know, at the at, at the beginning of the game, we're going to have guys that can shoot out there. Um, you're going to have an athletic forward, and then we'll see at the center spot: is it going to be you know, um, you know, uh, uh, more of a traditional center like a Trevin, or is it going to be a, a, a non-traditional? Or, uh, I guess you could say it both ways because nowadays uh, the the traditional centers are dribbling the ball up the court, but in the NBA that is, but. Uh, or would it be somebody like a Brandon? Um, and so I think, you know, the short answer to that is, you know, we, we have a lot of different guys that could start, and I think you probably will see multiple starting lineups throughout the season. I don't think you'll see necessarily just one every game. Um, there'll be times that the matchup will call for us to start a different way. And so, you know, that's, that's all to come of course, and so I can't sit here and, and give you a specific answer on that you know, at this point, but know that we're, we are evaluating all of that right now and working through those things you know, as we continue to practice. I mean, we've got about uh, eight more practices before we you know, face another team, and then another two weeks past that before we face one more in an exhibition, and then you know, we'll, be, we'll be off to the races uh, on November 9th. So uh, I think we're all excited. They're, they're, the guys are very competitive right now. Every single day they're trying to win, which is only going to help us, you know, long-term. So um hope that answers your question somewhat. No, really good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's perfect. I don't envy you trying to uh, – or any coach uh, with a, a group of talented players and, and depth at multiple positions trying to figure out what your starting unit's going to look like. But uh, that's why you get paid the big bucks, and uh, that's why you win games, and we just sit here and wonder about how it would happen for us. So, no, but, Coach, we do appreciate your time. Uh, really looking forward to how this Utah State men's basketball team is going to turn out, what's going to look like this upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's only a few short weeks away. Yeah, we're excited too, and we appreciate your support along the way and, and uh, looking forward to getting in the gym with everybody. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you a lot. All right, thanks, Coach.